0: Hey, what's going on? This is Strange Talk with Doc, and I am Doc, your host. I'm a little irate today. Uh, I guess it's 100% my fault, so I'm not going to blame anybody else but myself. Uh, I'll get into that later, but I'm not going to call any names. I'm not going to call anybody out. That's cowardice. I think it's a bitch-ass move if somebody's not there to defend themselves, to talk about them. So I don't get involved with that kind of shit. I'm a real, I'm a real one. I ain't, I'm not one of them sissy-ass punks that uh, like to play games, call people names, who can't defend themselves. Uh, but I have decided that I've been trying to be something that I am not. I am not what you call a nice person. I am not uh, overly friendly. I don't play that. I don't even know what that means. I don't really understand what a nice person is. Maybe somebody could enlighten me. They can get back to me, hit me on my web page or whatever, and explain to me like a three-year-old what exactly is a nice person. What exactly is a, you know, a kind person? I've done a lot of good things for a lot of people in my life, and I don't think that they're mutually exclusive to be a good person, a nice person, and a person who does good deeds. But that being said, I've decided that the monster is going to return and the monster is returning for good. I'm not going to play any games with anybody. If I even thought about for a second being kind, when any kind of aggression is coming towards me, I am snuffing that shit out. Uh, Anybody who can hear me this is fair warning. I'm not going to play that game with anybody. And I just want to say a rest in peace to the notorious RBG, Mrs. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who died at the age of 87. She put up a hell of a fight. She struggled with that cancer on and off. It seemed like for a long time, but she seemed to have grace and dignity throughout. And uh, being a fellow Brooklynite, I wish her nothing but to sleep in peace. And you know that Trump is going to take this opportunity to nominate somebody as quick as humanly possible. And it's a scary situation because then the conservatives would have a six to three majority. I'm hoping that the House and the Senate some way or another can hold this up to after November 3rd and maybe the next sitting president can put somebody in because it's pretty scary The reversal of fortunes that could happen under the Trump administration if he gets reelected and he has control of the Supreme Court, because we already know that Clarence Thomas, without fail, almost 97%, something like that, he votes for anything Trump puts in front of him. It does not make a difference if it, it probably would be the reversal of civil rights, and he would be for that. And he's a dark-skinned black man in America. Makes no sense, but it's the reality of the situation. So let's talk COVID so we can move on past that. There are 198,000 deaths in the United States, 6.7 million cases. Worldwide, we got 31 million cases and 945,000 deaths. I'm a member of some groups I see that large crowds are still getting together. There's no social distancing. People are not wearing masks. What is the fucking joke? What is the matter with you people? Really, what the fuck is the matter with you when you can't sit back and say that this shit is serious? When you hear 31 million cases worldwide and you sit in your brain and you say that this is fake, this is false, this is propaganda, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck are you thinking as an adult Should you even be allowed to have children, drive a car, own a pistol? I mean, a bank account? I mean, how are you paying your fucking bills? You're so stupid, you you know, you won't even do what's right. Do what's right, mass up, social distance. Let's fight this together so we can end this and go on with our lives. Don't you want a 2021 that is normal? Not like 2020, where shit has been abnormal from unrest, to this virus that has stopped things, killed people. And if you've been lucky enough to not know a person who has passed away from this, then God has blessed you. But it does not mean it's not real. So let's wake up. Let's do a little better. Now, on a lighter note, I have been allowed Officially this morning, Strange Talk with Doc has joined the Amazon music family. So congratulations to those who listen in who have helped me to get there. I appreciate you. I really do appreciate you. And let's keep moving on to bigger and better things. I've reached over 380,000 downloads on Shoe, and I'm hoping to hit 400 and on to a million. I want to get this bad boy rolling I've opened my doors up to some people. People will say shit and then they don't come through. You know what? I love to come on and talk to you, Doc. I love to come on your show and we can chop it up about golf. We can chop it up about uh, politics. And then you reach out to them and then they don't get back to you like a gun was to their head. I'd rather you say nothing, no interest beats false interest. I really don't appreciate somebody coming at me telling me they're interested just to pull back. It doesn't make sense to me. So you know what? From now on, if you're not a man or woman of your word, keep your mouth shut when it comes to me. You don't have to promise me anything because I'm not asking for anything. I'm fine. I don't need your money. I don't need your time. I don't need your energy. I don't need your false effort. I'm just not a game player like that. It's not how I'm built. So Mayor de Blasio of New York City Thursday said the public schools will no longer resume in-person classes until Monday, the 21st. Preschools are going to go back next week, followed by kindergarten through fifth grades, actually on the 29th. They were supposed to open on the 21st. Now they're going to open on the 29th high schools and junior high schools are going to now open October 1st. I hope they have a rain on whatever is going on with the public school system in New York. I see that the first ones to go are going to be preschools, I guess, because they think that they're a little bit less threat of being damaged permanently. But I'm wishing for the best. You know, I love you, New York. You're my heart and my soul. I'm Brooklyn till I die. So businesses have really taken a beating during COVID. See, this is to let you know how serious this shit is, and people play games with it. 60% of the businesses in the United States of America, that's over uh, almost 164,000 total businesses, are now closed. 98,000 of those businesses will never reopen. That is insane. Insane. The mom and pop has taken a beating, yet people are still out there pretending like this doesn't affect them. I'm wondering where the – it's not – everybody does not work in corporate America. And we know that a lot of people rely on mom and pop stores, businesses to pay their bills, car notes, their insurance, et cetera. And if we don't do our part, and I d I don't want to belabor this, but if we don't do our part, how does this thing go away? We're relying on the government to come up with a vaccine that we don't really know where it's at. We don't even know when the original the initial tests come out how safe it will be. Do you want to be among the first to take the vaccine? I know I don't. So Trump is pandering to Puerto Ricans. He decides to announced that he's given a $13 billion aid package to Puerto Rico to help with the island's recovery. This is for Hurricane Maria, which happened in 2017. So he actually sat on his hands for over three years before really releasing the relief to these people. And who said that he's really going to go through with it? I don't believe anything he says about anything. If he gave me the time of day, I would still check my own watch. This is just to be able to sit up in front of people and say, look what I've done for Puerto Rico, you know? So I'm glad that this federal judge has actually told the postmaster general Louis DeJoy, he runs the United States Postal Service, that he cannot do these cuts, these financial cuts. And I'm glad the federal law has stepped in because obviously Louis DeJoy is in Trump's back pockets and he wants to do whatever he can to help Trump with the uh, mail-in vote. Me personally, since we have early voting, I will be taking advantage of early voting. I'm not going to wait to the third to go and vote. I would have voted long before that. Me and my wife will definitely say, let's get together, pick a day, and go to the poll. And if you live in a state where you can early vote, map it out. Put it on your calendar. Go vote. Get it over with so you don't have to deal with the minutia of the third because the third is going to be a mess. Don't trust the mail-in if you can help it. So we got Pfizer and Moderna, they revealed that they have completed blueprints for the final stages of clinical tests for the COVID-19 vaccine. They did this on Thursday. I don't know how much we can trust them. I'm hoping that they're being honest and forthright and that they mean what they say and they say what they mean because we live in a day and a time where right is wrong and wrong is right and people don't always say what they mean, and they don't always mean what they say. Now, a little off topic before I get into some other stuff, I see that there is a grand amount of idol worship, and I'm trying to figure out, and I wish somebody could inform me or tell me, what do you actually get out of worshiping a celebrity? How does it make your life better worshiping another human being, a human being that has frailties, that has, uh, that bleeds like you bleed, uses the bathroom like you do, has to eat like you do. And why would you put yourself beneath other human beings? Because they have a special talent or they have a special skill that you might not possess. Don't you know that you are wonderful, that you are special, that you, unless you're some kind of, uh, Conjoined twin or identical twin, there's only one of you ever been made in the history of the world. One of you has been made in the history of the world, and that makes you special. I am talking directly to somebody who does not feel that they are special. You are special. You have character in you that nobody else has. You have strength, desires, goals needs, wants intelligence that no other human being who has ever lived has. You might share DNA. You might share a a look with an uncle, a cousin, a daddy, a grandfather, but you are unique. You are unique. You were made unique like a snowflake. So this idol worship, and I think that's a part of what's pissed me off where I originally started off the show so irate, it's because I'm banging my head up against idol worship, and I don't understand it, and it's supposedly coming from college-educated people who are progressive, and yet they still, you know, my wife says that she's on a group, and they idol worship Michael Jackson to the point where people get violent. They call other people out of their names. You know, these are strangers, man. Why are you going to bat with strangers when you don't know what they do in their home? They might be the most outstanding people, but you don't know that. Could you bet your life? Could you bet your soul? Could you bet your reputation on how somebody else lives? You don't even know how your co-workers live behind closed doors. I'm going to take a quick break right here and do a commercial, and I'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for sitting through the commercial. Well, this is Doc from Strange Talk with Doc, and we're going to continue talking. And I want to bring up the UFC. The UFC has a fight card tonight. Colby Covington is fighting Tyron Woodley. Before I get to that, I'm also going to just name some other bouts on this card. We got uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone's going up against Nico Price, Johnny Walker, is fighting Ryan Spawn. Mackenzie Dern is going up against Randa Marcos and her red hair. But I want to get to the Covington-Woodley fight. I hate the fact that a top-level fighters, this thing has to come down to Trump versus Black Lives Matter. It comes down to Black versus white. I mean, In front of a crowd, this would be one of the hottest fights because we don't know which way the crowd would go. Would there have been a lot of MAGA hats in the audience? Would there have been a lot of people waving the flag? I mean, Tyron Woodley is going to come off as the villain because he's the black guy and that's who we are in this country. And I understand that. But he is not the villain just because he says black lives matter. I mean, if you are a human being and you don't think that black lives matter, you need to reevaluate your humanity because something is inherently wrong with you. I'm not saying that all lives don't matter, but not all lives cannot matter until black lives also matter. And I know you've heard that ad nauseum, but it's the God honest truth. And that's just the way it goes. And we need to get past that. And this is ugly. And you know what? The UFC is in the business of making money and I respect anybody trying to make a dollar. And I'm not saying, and I'm not blaming Dana White for pushing this agenda, but this is what Kobe has decided that he wants to be. He wants to go out there and he wants to wear his uh, keep America great. I'm going to hang out with Trump type thing and you know what? I'm hoping for an ass kicking. I have never hoped for a man to kick another man's ass as much as I am hoping that Tyron Woodley puts a beating on Kobe, but not to the point where he gets himself in trouble or does something criminal. But I hope that all the energy and effort that he can carry from other people that he would have that inside him today to take care of his business. Now, I was going to review Big Sean's Detroit 2 CD, but I didn't have time to finish that this morning, so I'm going to hold that off to next week. But I did listen to a few other CDs. I listened to a CD by The Killers, and I thought it was pretty good. The name of the CD, by the way, is Imploding the Mirage. Now, the songs that I found to be very good on this CD was The Dying Breed," "Caution." Lightning Fields featuring Katie Lang. I now have a song that I actually like that Katie Lang's on, which is kind of weird, right? My God featuring this guy named Wise Blood. And When the Dreams Run Dry. So I give a thumbs up to the Killer CD. I think that it was a pretty good CD. It's not a great CD, but it was a very good CD. And I also listened to Alicia Keys' self-titled album called Alicia. The only song on this album that I could actually find that I thought was pretty good was Love Looks Better, which is her, I guess, single, lead single from the album. It's the one she sung uh, at the first game of uh, the NFL season. But the rest of the album really wasn't for me. This is not my type of music. So uh, I'm going to have to give a thumbs down to that. So we're on moving day at the PGA US Open that's being played in Wingfoot. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Speed—they've all missed the cut. Now, Tiger has seen his better days, and I'm not going to sit here and poo-poo all over Tiger. That's not what I do. We don't do that here. Um, have I done that before? Yes, because personally, I've had experience with Tiger that I didn't appreciate. I didn't think that any human being should have went through what I went through with him. But that being said. Tiger Woods is not playing his best golf, and he hasn't played his best golf in a while. I mean, we've seen him masterful at the Masters last year. That was uh, something special to behold. It was uh, nice to see him win, I guess. I'm not a big fan. I am no fan of any man who spends their own personal time with Donald J. Trump. Anybody who would decide to spend time with Donald J. Trump is basically an enemy of mine. I'm going to put that straight. I said the monster's returning. And the monster's not going to sit here and tell you one thing when I mean another. He has chosen a side. Tiger Woods has chosen a side. He shows the side of wrong. He is standing with the beast. You stand with the beast, you do not stand with me. That means you are standing against me. So you know what? Tiger Woods is going to be sitting at home watching just like I am. Now, I'm going to be picking... I'll say three guys I'll have no problem winning. One would be uh, DeChambeau. The other one would be Rory. But my favorite to win is Justin Thomas. I don't see DJ pulling it out. I'm hoping that Dustin. I mean Justin, who's only like two shots back, gets his shit together like he had it on day one. And he could hold that together on day three and four. And he could pull out the victory. Because this is a major... And you know what? I have to give him credit. Patrick Reed is playing some pretty good golf. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he's at the top of the leaderboard. So Giannis Antetokounmpo has won his second straight MVP title. And I believe that he deserved it. This is the best player for the regular season. Is this the best player? You know, everybody looks at MVP different. But, you know, this is a guy who came to work every day. He played hard all the time, and he deserved it. The Milwaukee Bucks have some flaws that they need to fix to become better. I mean, actually even to keep Giannis. So, you know, congratulations to Giannis for his second MVP, and I believe he also won Defensive Player of the Year. So, he, you know, as far as accolades goes, he's getting those. Now, the Clippers have bowed out. They lose to the Nuggets game seven. Kawhi Leonard, invisible. I can't say that I'm really feeling bad for Kawhi. I'm a lifelong Spurs fan. Kawhi and how it ended with the Spurs, to me, is something that it's going to take me still a long time to get over. But Kawhi's commitment to constantly being out on the court and and playing anything near 82 games is invisible, and it has been for like four years. Kawhi seems to demand diva attention where he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. If he wants to take games off, maybe he has a lingering injury he's not letting the general public know. And But that's his style, and I respect that. If that's his gangster, what can I do about it? If he can get paid top dollar and not have to bust his ass all the time, I can dig it. But him, Paul George, and Doc Rivers, something's got to be done over there. This Clippers team was ripe to win the championship. Lou Williams didn't show up when he was supposed to show up. Patrick Beverly did more talking than playing hard. So, you know what? The Clippers got humbled, and they deserve to be humbled by this young Nuggets team. Now, the Nuggets went on last night, and they did lose to the Lakers. But game one is Sunday at 7.30 p.m. I mean, I don't think I'll be watching because there's football on and golf might be just ending. So I, I have some things to think about. But game two of an NBA conference final does not trump the NFL, even NFL week two. Uh, you know, A.D. looked, Anthony Davis looked fantastic last night and winning game one. Now, today we got the Heat who are up two zip over the Celtics. They got the Celtics in a must win situation. It is going to be hard enough for the Celtics to actually win four out of the next five games. I think it's almost going to be virtually impossible. So I got the Heat actually winning this series, but I think that the Celtics can actually turn this back into a battle if they win these... They, well, first of all, they must win tonight, but if they win two in a row, they anything can happen because the Heat are not an explosive team, and the Celtics potentially, with all those young guns they have, can be very explosive. So... You know, we shall see. When I speak to you again Monday, when I do my weekend wrap up, well, I'll wrap up the U.S. Open. I'll wrap up football. I'll wrap up basketball and the UFC. I do that every Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Strange Talk with Doc. You can go to, like I said once again, you can go to my website and check check out all my blogs, which I let you know what I'll be talking about upcoming. So the Browns beat the Bengals 35-30 Thursday night football. I was not impressed with Baker Mayfield. I'm not impressed with Baker Mayfield at all. Joe Barrows was pretty fucking good, man. I will say that. Joe Barrows was pretty good. Now, what I was impressed with was that the Browns running game seemed to be on point. They were super on point. Um, You know, you got Hunt. And you got, damn, Randall, uh, Doc, what's the matter with you, boy? You know, Chubbs. You got Hunt and Chubbs, and they seem to do their things. Not only that, but I also felt that the offensive line for the Browns seemed to have turned the corner. Uh, Baker wasn't under a lot of pressure, but we have to see what he looks like in his very next game and it's too early for me to talk about week 3 when i have to deal with week 2 but they did win that game so i'm sure that they're feeling a little bit good about themselves cuz you know baker when he does something good he lets us know so i'm going to predict these uh next few football games we're going to talk about a couple of other things and we're getting out of here people so the giants are playing the bears they're playing in chicago not i mean i don't know who's going to have crowds i can't sit here and tell you who's going to have crowds and who's not going to have fans I have not looked that deeply into it, but I don't think that the Giants are going to beat the Browns unless Saquon Barkley goes crazy. I just don't see it happening. So I'm going to go with the Bears defense to be able to keep this close enough where Trubisky can't hurt them. So I'm picking the Bears. The Cowboys are playing the Falcons. I think the Cowboys are a superior team to the Falcons. I mean, I'm still getting used to, please forgive me, I'm still getting used to talking about the Dallas Cowboys as though they're just some team, because for 40, I mean, since 1972, they have been my team, but they no longer are my team, and I just have to talk about them as though they're just some football team, but because of politics 2020 and the climate, and I believe the lack of commitment to the progress of uh, any social Justice rights from Jerry and the team, I uh, I can't back them anymore. I cannot back them at least now, but I do back them. I do think that they're a better team than the Falcons, so I have them winning this game. I don't think they're going 0-1-2. The Lions are playing Green Bay. I think until proven otherwise, Rodgers and that offense, Deontay Adams and those guys are rolling, and I think that they continue to roll over the Lions. I don't trust the Lions offense and Green Bay just seems to be better than I guess i have given him credit for, especially since Rodgers is, I mean, boy, his pinpoint accuracy is, is something to behold. I do have a lot of respect for him. The Jags are playing the Titans. I like the Titans, as long as their running game is going. As long as big boy Henry is running hard, I like the Titans. But Mishu is no bum for the Jaguars. So this is a tough one. But I got the Titans in one of those Titan-Jaguar team games. You know, 16-10 with a field goal. Or 16-13. So I got the Titans. The Vikings are playing the Colts. Old Man Rivers, I can't go with Old Man Rivers at all. I have to go with the Vikings in this game. We got the Bills versus the Dolphins. Interdivisional rivalry. AFC East. I'm gonna go with the Bills in this game. I just think that the Bills are a better team. I think they put together better than the Dolphins. Dolphins are gritty. I give them that. Fitzpatrick, we never know. He could have Fitz Magic one day. He could be Fitz Oval as a motherfucker the next. So we don't know. He's that box of chocolates. But in my mind, I have to go with the smart play and go with the Buffalo Bills. The 49ers are playing the Jets. The 49ers, if they're not totally just lag, jet lagged out, they should handle the Jets quite easy. I think they demolished the Jets, actually. The Rams are playing the Eagles, and this is a big game already in week two for the Eagles because Carson Wentz played horrible last week, and I don't know if the Eagles are really any good. I mean, they don't seem to have a shitload of weapons, and I think the Rams have a good enough defense to keep the Eagles down, so I'm going to go with the Rams. The Broncos are playing the Steelers. The Steelers looked all right, and I think the Steelers looked better than the Broncos, so I'm going with the Broncos. The Panthers play the Bucs. Tom Brady and that crew over there have to have a bounce back game against the Panthers. And the good thing about playing the Panthers is if you can keep McCafferty somewhat in check, you should be able to beat this team. The Cards are playing that Washington football team. I definitely like Murray over Haskins. So I'm definitely picking the Cards to beat That Washington football team. The Chiefs are playing the Chargers. There's no way in the world that Tyrod Taylor could put up the points with Patrick Mahomes and that KC offense. So I gotta go with the Chiefs on this one. I don't even think that's a a no, I think that's a no-brainer. A very good game. The Ravens are playing the Texans. Oh man, this is now this is something to a game to look forward to. So But I think that the Baltimore Ravens are the class of the AFC right underneath the Chiefs. So I don't see them losing a lot of games this season, and I don't see them losing this game. Now, the Sunday night game, we got the Patriots going up against the Seahawks. This should be interesting. We got Wilson versus Newton. The Seahawks are a much more developed offensive team, so I would have to say the Seattle Seahawks Beat the Patriots, even though we never know what's up, uh, uh Billichick's sleeve, where they might open up that offense because they did not open that offense up at all. I almost thought I was seeing Cam Newton back on the Panthers last Sunday, so I'm gonna go with Seattle. And the Monday night football game is we got the New Orleans Saints versus the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the opening of the Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders stadium. I mean, I don't know if they're going to have live. Once again, I said, I'm not too familiar if they're going to have fans in attendance or not. Even five or 6,000 loud fans can make a little bit of difference. But I think that the saints who did not look particularly good, even though they won the game, I have to go with the saints in this game. I just have to, I don't have a choice. I think that the saints are If you put the two teams together and the Raiders are not going to be bad. This might be one of those bond burners, man. We might see a 38 to 31 game here. So it should be a very good Monday night football game. Now I was watching power book two. I said, let me give that a second chance. And boy, what a waste of an hour. I am bailing on power book two Ghosts. I think it's really badly written. It's boring. It seems like a soap opera. There's a lot of moving parts that make no sense. But I will give thumbs up to Lovecraft Country. I am a big fan of Lovecraft Country. I'm not usually into that kind of television. But I find it interesting with all this ghosts and witches and warlocks or whatever the fuck is going on over there. I find it to be very good. Now, I did watch some WWE this week. And uh, I find that I really like this Mysterio family versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. And I thought it was a little interesting at the end when Rey Mysterio's daughter, Dominic's sister, kind of reaches out to Murphy to make sure he's fine, even though her brother, mother, and father just beat him up. I thought that was kind of cool. I I think they're going for some kind of angle there. And then you had Andrade and Angel Garza kind of actually go up. They were partners, but go at each other. I thought that was interesting also. And it was a very strange ending to the Oscar versus Missy James match. I don't know the inside. I'm not the biggest wrestling head like I used to be. I was actually going to do a show about the 50 greatest wrestlers of all time that I've ever seen wrestle. And maybe I'll do that down the line. But for now, I'm going to leave that alone because it's just takes up too much time and too much energy. And are we going to bail out of here in a second? I just want to say a couple of more things. People, I just have to reiterate, be safe out there. Do the right thing. Don't let somebody shame you into making decisions for you and your family about how you can conduct yourself via COVID. Do the right thing. Things When you hear 31 million people anything, that means it's real. It is not a fake thing. When you hear 945,000 deaths, when 945,000 deaths wouldn't have happened in that manner, you have to be responsible about what you do. And also, please protect your soul protect yourself. Do not get involved in this idol worship. I don't care how much you respect the person's talent, but until you get to know the person, how can you really respect, love, and mold yourself around somebody you do not know? And I'm not asking you to do that for me because people email me and cuss me all the time, and I'm fine with that because they don't know me they don't know how I live. They just hear me talk from time to time. And you know what? I appreciate you. I want you, and I would really like for you to go check out my webpage. The information for my webpage is listed anywhere that you hear Strange Talk with Doc. At the very bottom, you'll see a hyperlink that will lead you to my webpage where you can interact with me, you can chat with me, you can leave me a suggestion for a show, You would also have my information there if you would like to call in and be a guest on my show. But if you say you're going to do it, please be a man or woman of your word and literally call in. Okay. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom?